All right, welcome to Fix Goal Big Brain Podcast, Episode 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, I'm Bob. And I'm Miles. Uh, we'd like to start off just by saying thank you to everyone who listened to our premiere episode. Yeah. Um, from what I've heard, it's the greatest thing ever to come out on the Screenfellas channel. But that's just the word on the streets. Yeah. Um, without further ado, we're going to get into Time Honor Tradition, first segment, Journalism 220. I feel like as the comedy guys. Yeah. Premier comedy guys in the world. We should acknowledge the loss of a legend. Yeah. Um, R.I.P.I.P. Don Rickles. Mm-hmm. Um, the original insult comic. He mm-hmm. changed the game for roasts. And he made it okay to criticize people. Yeah. And I think, honestly, because I didn't grow up on his work to the same extent that you did. But honest, honestly, when anyone talented and loved in the industry passes away Mm -hmm. and someone that made so many people smile and so many people laugh. I mean, I, with Johnny Carson back in the day, just so much history Mm -hmm. has been seen through that man and so much influence from one guy. Don Rickles is one of the most influential, influential, influential comedians (laughs) of all time. Yeah. Um, his work paved the way for a lot of the people we've seen today um, as someone who just appreciates the history of comedy, I was a huge fan, still am, and when I heard that he died, I kind of, like, had to sit back for a minute. It hit me hard. Um, so, R.I.P. Don Rickles. Yeah. You were the realist. Uh, moving on into some other news. John Legend, it has been announced he'll be playing Frederick Douglass on Underground. Um, for those who don't know, Frederick Douglass was a... He escaped slavery and became an abolitionist in Massachusetts and New York. Um, Miles, do you think John Legend showed enough talent in La La Land to take on such a historically significant role? Well, the first question I would have is, what is underground? I is... Thi- now, this is this is where we're both lost. I had never heard of this show. Okay. Um, you're just going to take a stab in the dark. It's a show about the Underground Railroad. Yeah. And people escaping slavery. Is it a current show or is it a mini series like in development right now? Uh, I don't know. Coming from the uh, <laughs> not knowing part yeah. of that. Um, okay. Can we get Sound Guy Eli to check that out for us? Sure. But with that, with your first question, I think he was really good in La La Land. I yeah. wouldn't say, I was very impressed by him. Yes. I wouldn't say I saw it. And was like, oh, give that guy a movie yeah. right away. But it is pretty common for singer-songwriters like Lady Gaga, just uh, Justin Timberlake to have talent. If they're a great performer, mm-hmm. they could probably perform well in front of the camera. Yeah. I hope he does isn't too over the top with this, though. I hope so, because this, is, this isn't a character. This is someone from history who played a major part in... The formation of the country we live in today. Right. So, 
I'm not sure if we saw enough from John Legend in La La Land, which, to my knowledge, is his only role. Yeah, I well, I think he's played himself in a couple that, of guest appearances. Mm, I think he was, and on I felt like he was Kirby playing enthusiasm. himself in La La Land. He was a little bit, and yeah, I think the thing is too with these guys, you have Justin Timberlake, who I think is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. But he definitely has a cer- certain style of performance yes. that works for him. It's a very, not over the top, but eccentric sort of thing. It's thing. very Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And even like Lady Gaga and everything she's in, she's mm-hmm. very eccentric as well. And I think that does get me a little bit nervous, depending on the tone they're going for with Frederick Douglass. But he clearly has talent. Like, yes. I am going to put, I would bet my money on that it'll be successful, but yeah. I just don't know. I'll say that. Um... Eli, do we have anything on Underground? Okay, we're going to say it's a show about the Underground Railroad. That's Also, Eli, that. we bought you this new mic so you could be a part of it. We'd appreciate it if you'd use it. Hi. Thank you. Thank you, You're Eli. Welcome. You're um, a great man. All right, we'll move on to the next topic. Actually, we're going to need to take a break after all that charisma. Um, <laughs> next topic is going to deal with late night comedians. Okay. Um, this is a heated debate between this Miles, Carlos, and I. Um, Stephen Colbert, I would call him the king of late night TV now because he has beaten Jimmy Fallon in the ratings for nine consecutive weeks. <sighs> what do you think this means? Honestly, to me in this day and age, ratings mean jack squat. NCIS is the most watched show on TV, but mm-hmm. who watches it? Back in moms. the day, moms watch it. People in the Midwest, I think, watch it. But, I mean, like, even back in the day, I was learning this in one of my classes. Also, no offense to the Midwest. No, You're a valuable no part of this country. You guys are great. But uh, Seventh Heaven on the WB was the most watched show on that network. CW. This, it, it now is the CW. But Respect the biz. The most culturally, like, engaged show on that network and the most successful show was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Great show. But compared to Seventh Heaven, which I haven't even seen a single frame of, that was the most financially successful thing. So I don't think ratings mean anything except more money for the network. I know okay. you're not a big Fallon yeah. guy, though. So I'm not. And I think some people are finally realizing he's not as talented. Okay. And he's more self-centered than any other host. I, I know would... Carlos would agree. Eli, Eli, give Carlos that mic. I want to hear his opinion on this. No. Yes. Um, Jimmy Fallon is not talented at all. And um, he laughs at his own jokes, and it drives me up the wall. He doesn't know how to interview. That's true. I'm I'm not saying those are his strongest things, but those some of the viral clips that he gets going, some of the fun, like not with him being himself, but with him being a platform for other people. Yeah, to with come him in, being himself, he's not entertaining. I think he is. I think he's a good centerpiece for these other people to. But the problem is he doesn't let anyone else's talents play off him. He has to be the alpha, and he's not. I mean, even with the and you, I don't think you watched Good Mythical Morning, but he Rhett and Link came in onto his show and did two full episodes of Good Mythical Morning. Yeah, I I did see those. Yeah, I'm a journalist. Miles, you should try it. Okay. I, well, I was the one who brought it up, but I thought it was really cool that he is coming in and bringing on these YouTube personalities and giving them a platform on network television. It's lazy writing, having them do their segment for his show. 
It was entertaining. I, I think they did a great job with that. But I'm sure they is, did. That's their thing that they do. This is going to be an ongoing debate. But what it are is. your thoughts on the whole ratings thing? I'm very curious. I think it, I think it does matter. Okay. Uh, if they didn't matter, they wouldn't keep track of it. Um, I think people are finally realizing Colbert actually talks about the important things in the news. There aren't questions he's afraid to ask. While Jimmy Fallon's there just trying to be family friendly and funny the whole time, Colbert's actually entertaining. I think there's a place for it. I, I'm not saying Jimmy Fallon is my favorite. Honestly, out of all the people right now, I've been the most impressed with Trevor Noah of The I'm Daily Show. I'm not a Trevor Noah guy. Really? I just, I just find him annoying. Like I'm sure he's good. I'm just not a fan. Really? I just think the stuff that... Because we're not going to get into politics. No. But with no. that being a touchy subject, I think mm-hmm. when these talk shows get into it and address these issues... I think yeah. that's where some of my favorite stuff has come out of that. Yeah. Just no one, everyone needs to be made fun of. It doesn't matter I who agree. it is, what I'm politician it is. What any, what on talk shows, I think all these things need to be roasted completely. Yes. And we can laugh at it and have fun. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, a name people were probably familiar with about five years ago. Shia LaBeouf. Oh boy. Had a new movie open up in Europe. <laughs> one ticket was sold. It also starred Kate Mara, which is a surprise. Yeah. Um, the headline is a bit of a spin zone when okay. they say his movie sold one ticket. It also only opened in one theater. That's still... So, yeah. I'm not saying one ticket's good for one theater, <laughs> but people shouldn't be judging it as if it was a worldwide release that literally no one saw. Because there was a Matthew McConaughey indie film that came out a few months ago that only made $2,000. And it opened in a lot of theaters. That's so funny. I I don't understand how mm-hmm. that happens. But oh, that's so funny. I that was my favorite story out of the ones we're doing. Just yeah. j- the headline itself. That's gold. But I mean, Shia is it Shia or Shia? What's Shia. the Shia has been doing this thing where he's been supporting these smaller projects, yeah. like American Honey that came out last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Carlos saw it, but I think that's pretty cool what he's doing. But one ticket. Yeah, that's, that's I respect sad. what he's doing because it's kind of like a move to be more artistic yeah. and express creativity, which here at the Thick Skull Big Brain Podcast, huge fans of that. All f- huge um, fans. Uh, it also came out on demand. Carlos is telling us that, doing Sound Guy Eli's oh, job. That's a big um, part of the story that we probably A big part of it is it came known. out on demand. Um <laughs> See, this is Sources, so I'm a journalist. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. We have our connections. It came out on demand as well as the one theater. So all the headlines saying Shia LaBeouf movie sold one ticket, trying to make it sound like he's the devil and not going to do anything with his life, they can calm down. Well, what, I don't think he's going to make millions on demand. What does that mean, though? For... Stop trying to spin zone him out of a career. What does that mean, though, for the industry moving forward? Because a lot of, like, studios, a lot, there's been sort of a rumor of that being more of an ongoing thing. It, it's been a trend where more movies are going to Amazon yeah. and Netflix and just being released on demand as opposed to theaters. There haven't been a ton of huge releases, though. Amazon um, has But the big news it, is the Netflix um, Scorsese deal. Wait. Remember? We've been over this. Really? When did yeah. this... Um, about a month ago they announced it. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, he has a deal with Netflix to make a movie starring De Niro and one other person he always works with. Who's the other person, Carlos? And 
the Pesci's rumored. Pacino, Al Pacino. Oh, oh, that's it was the Al project Pacino, that, that Robert project De Niro, and rumored Joe Pesci. Yes, I heard that thing was like crazy expensive. Yeah, that's insane. Oh my gosh. The reason they went to Netflix is because no big studio would give him the money that he needed. And Netflix was like, we have money. Yeah. We'll let you do whatever you want. Strange. Which is the greatest thing to hear for a Martin Scorsese film. Yeah, that's exciting. I really hope they get Joe Pesci into that. That is honestly a big make or break for me. I love the Wet Bandits. So, (laughs) huge fan of that. Sick reference, bro. Thanks. Um, Moving on, Harrison Ford. Okay. Also known as Han Solo. Um, after his latest airplane incident continue flying, um, I think it's well known that he has crashed a helicopter, an airplane, and most recently he just flew over another airplane on a <laughs> runway. Um, a lot of people will be upset about him being cleared to fly, but my take is if you can pilot the Millennium Falcon, you can do whatever you want. Put that on a bumper sticker. That's. I think that's too long for a bumper sticker. Really? I, if you can fly the Millennium Falcon, you can do whatever you want. Do you say Falcon? 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 I, I don't even know at this point. All right. Well, either way, I think it's fine. Um, yeah. I, I think you said it yeah. the best anyone If you could, can fly I, the Millennium Falcon, obviously you know what you're doing. Yeah. So he made the Kessel run in how many parsecs? Less than 12. I heard 14. 14? Um, okay. Anyway... Um, biggest news for us is the premiere of the Louis C.K. stand-up. Oh, yes. Um, we watched it probably too late at night. Um, where do you think this stacks up with his other ones? Ah, that's so hard to say. I was talking with someone a couple days ago about this, and honestly, I don't think Louis will ever go back to that phase he had, like, in the late 2000s, early 2010s, where his show Louis was starting to come out. Yeah. But he was also starting to give more dad jokes, tell more stories about his kids, about his I don't divorce. Want that. What? I don't want to hear about his divorce. Really? At all. He, I mean, he talked I want to hear about, about his it. life now. The, yeah, I don't want to hear about it anymore. But I think that's when, that was right before he mm-hmm. became Louis C.K. That's before he yeah. became almost an A-list actor. So now I still think, I mean, I thought the special was fantastic. Yeah. But I don't think he'll ever go to that stride he hit. No. I think he's... This is going to sound a lot more negative than it should. He's on the downhill of the career. You know what I mean? Like, he's already peaked with his specials. I think... I would probably say Live at the Beacon Theater was his best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he hasn't had a bad special. No. And this was... It's fantastic. It was easily not bad at all. It's. I think it was his best in a long time. Best Honest- since Beacon Theater. Honestly, yeah. And the biggest... So, I think what we're saying is second best. Maybe. I mean... I don't know, because the thing is, I watched the special, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's funny. But I've been having this burning desire to go back and revisit it, mm-hmm. which is something I never get for stand-up specials. Yeah. Even I had like that Dave with Chappelle. the first hour of Dave Chappelle. Oh, really? I, like, yeah. I Even I didn't get that for the Chappelle special. The second hour, I was like, well... His Magic Mike, Mike joke was probably Louis one of my C.K.'s favorites. Louis C.K.'s Magic Mike joke was incredibly hilarious. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite jokes of all time. Yeah. Um, just rapid fire. What do you rate it? Ooh, I give it an eight out of 10. 8.2. 8.2. All right. Let's, that's okay. it for journalism 220. We're going to move on to our next segment called time jump. The encounter could create a time paradox. The results of which could cause a chain reaction that would unravel the very fabric of the space time continuum and destroy the entire universe. Um, we record this on Saturday mornings, but it comes out on Monday. 
So a lot of stuff is going on this weekend. Um, so we're just going to act as if it already happened. Yeah. So you're listening in real time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Masters that happened this weekend. Wow, what a performance by Ricky Fowler coming in eight under for the tournament to win it all. First green jacket of his career. What would you think about that, Miles? I thought that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my whole entire entire existence. And I'm not a sports guy, yeah. but that was something else. I thought it was a great comeback yeah. from being uh, one over on Thursday uh-huh. for five under Friday to get four under for the tournament. Then he went, he barely made the cut. Yeah. And then the fact that he had nine eagles for the final round was incredible to me. What an incredible... Never before seen. It's like an incredible year for comebacks. Comebacks. It's the comeback season. Yeah, with like the Patriots. I mean, that's yep. the only one that's coming. But that was yeah. one of the... Everyone in this studio was happy about that. Everyone in this studio. Especially Carlos, Dolphins fan. He's um, a big Patriots guy. Yeah, what is... What are you going to talk about for... Yeah, well, it's funny. Time jump. With the whole Beauty and the Beast thing, people have been saying it's homophobic. People have been saying that about La La Land. But on Sunday, they, they've said that it's uh, racist. La La Land is okay, racist. Okay, yeah. But on Sunday, they actually box office analysts discover that a dog's purpose is giving a gay agenda. Mm-hmm. But this time, it's not a theory. It's not a movie pilot article. But they actually have evidence. Yeah. It's not there to be seen. But once you see it, it will change your life. Gay it dogs. is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I, it's unprecedented that a dog's purpose would be trying to make some of the statements, not even things that everyone can get behind, but things that are just weird. Things that you're surprised anyone is behind. Yeah, like, this isn't even a political thing. This is just crazy. Like, I yeah. can't believe that they came up with this. People thing. are entitled to their lifestyles, but a lot of things from that film... I didn't even know existed. Yeah, and there's evidence, there's hardcore facts here. Yeah, so I can't. I was, I was very surprised when that story came out yesterday, Sunday, because this is Monday. Yeah, um, this is. I mean, I yeah. know we don't want to get into too much stuff, but you know how they say, "Ask the question, where were you on 9/11?" No, that, I don't. Sort of, I mean, we weren't really we I, were younglings then. I don't think you sh- I don't know that 9/11 and finding out that a dog's purpose is a gay agenda. It's not a gay agenda. S- I don't think they're the same. It's I think people will go back on that day and be I like where were you when you found out? I think that like I don't think people are going to say I remember where I was when I found out that a dog's purpose was gay propaganda. Just wait till you see it, man. Just guys for the record just wait. Yeah. Um the final topic for Time Jump is Louis C.K. hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh, my gosh. This past weekend. Um, I think he bombed it. I thought he did a great job. Yeah. yeah. With the yeah. Uh, coconut allergy sketch. Coconut allergy. I thought oh, it was yeah. really good. I thought it was funny how they, um, for those who didn't see, how they set up the premise of him going into a sweet frog. And one of the only toppings they had was coconut. Him getting upset because of that allergy. I thought it was really clever. Because it is... A plight that affects our nation as a whole. Yeah. And I think it's a big lightning rod and very polarizing is food allergies. Yeah. Um, What did you think about that political statement? I think, I mean, like I said, we don't get into politics here. I Mm -hmm. thought that was really good. I I say he bombed, but honestly because I think his humor is so smart. It was too smart for the audience. That's the thing. A lot of people don't get coconut jokes. Yeah. 
I even I it, when some of the things he was saying just went above my ears. Yeah. But well, I thought it was good. It was good. The Chainsmokers did great as oh, yeah. the musical guest. Their, um, their new album is pretty good too, right? It is. Don't get me started on that. Okay. I don't um, want to trigger you too hard. Apple screwed me over with that. <laughs> um just go Spotify. Um that being said, that was it for Time Jump. Um none of that was true, by the way. We all made it up on a Saturday. Um, we're going to get into a secret segment that we didn't tell our boss Carlos about. Um, Not We've created all. a dating profile for Carlos because I promised him I'd find him a wife. Okay. All right. So Carlos is 21 years old from South Florida, and he's a digital media audio major mm-hmm. who enjoys movies, TV, football, and soccer. Very diverse things. Yes. He also is not a morning person and is very easily triggered. Um, he loves Chinese food and has a dog who we will be interviewing later in this show. Um, also it's all, it's not all good news for Carlos. He only has one facial expression and he's only capable of laughing on holidays. Hey, I heard from a birdie. This man likes sushi. He does like sushi, but only the cooked stuff. Hey, he'll take you to sushi. He'll take you to sushi. He might pay. That's a question. But he's a great man. We've been questioning being paid. Um, he's a great guy. Great boss. Great most boss. of the time. Um, that being said, anyone who has any interest in Carlos, um, you can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. Uh, that was it for Carlos' dating profile. Uh, we're going to get into casual fun time with Dobby. Hey, Busty. Oh, hey, brother. Hey guys, welcome to this next segment, Casual Fun Time with Dobby, the world's second greatest mind. This is going to be a battle of wits. This mm-hmm. is going to be interesting. We have... We got two titans of the big brain community, me I, and Dobby. I'm the thick skull here. Yep. Um, I think this is a first. Yeah? I don't think a dog has ever been interviewed on a podcast. Not even Howard Stern is as big as... We're revolutionaries. Brains and dicks. Mavericks, trailblazers, blazing saddles. Um, so, Dobby, how you doing? Oh, man. Oh, he that... He sounds a little shaken yeah. up by things. Yeah, um, what's been going on with you, man? Oh, my oh goodness. My. Wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's... Um, I heard about the tornado. I didn't think it would mess up your flight. I'm really sorry about it. Did you find a connection, though? <laughs> you had to... The bus? Oh, man. Man. I'm so sorry. I, it's was so- it Greyhound? I'm sorry. That was rude. Um, anyway, let's get into uh, some questions. What have you... What TV and movies do you like? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he likes the HBO stuff. Yeah, you're definitely an HBO guy. Yeah. Um, so, here's a question. We talked about it a little earlier in the show. Um, what did you think about A Dog's Purpose? Did you enjoy that? Okay, that liked... that is a hot take. Um, what was it specifically that offended you? Um, oh, yeah, as just kind of as a rule, we don't like to get too political. Yeah, if you I, don't mind, I would back off, man. Yeah, uh, let's just careful. let's move on yeah. from a dog's purpose. Um, let's. Um, what TV do you like? Interesting. Okay. 
Okay, I can't really blame you there. Um, I don't like the cultural appropriation of cat dog either. Yeah. Um, I get how you're upset. Taking away your culture and throwing in cats, I get it. There's a big divide between you two. Um, I know Miles and I were talking. Okay. You wanted to talk to him about Clifford? Clifford, yes. I wanted to see... Because I, I heard from sources, big journalism people, I heard from sources that you are friends with Clifford the dog. Is that correct? Oh, he's very oh. enthusiastic about that yeah. one. <laughs> oh, what, what, called that, what caused that falling out between you two? Uh, is there a girl involved? Is that what Dobby. he's saying? I know you're a great guy, but um, I, don't, I don't care what the circumstance was. I can't condone you sleeping with his wife. Yeah, you are a crazy guy. You're a crazy guy. Okay, sorry, sorry. Is this sorry. a, is this a, wait a minute, is this, how about Chloe, where does, yeah, what about Chloe, your girlfriend? Okay, don't, don't get that attitude with me. Dobie's we a, asked you what we could and couldn't talk about, and you never said we couldn't talk about that. He's a bit of a jerk. I don't like, I don't like, you're coming off as a jerk right yeah, now, Dobby. I'm, I'm not a big Dobby guy. I don't, maybe this is why they don't have dogs on podcasts. Not to generalize your, okay. your culture. Okay, no politics. No, hey. Hey, you watch yourself. Okay. I don't like that. You are on our that show. Was, you don't use slurs on our show. Okay, don't attack. Hey. Don't make this a race thing, please. Okay. Oh, gosh. Well, Second time. Well, we finally met a Holocaust denier, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up our time with Dobby. Yeah. That wraps uh, up the show. Thank you for coming on. And Carlos, get a new dog. Um, that's it for the show. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at bwhitehouse89 and Instagram at oldbob89. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at miles underscore Haruki. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash screenfellas. Um, also, don't forget to follow us everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, soon to be Periscope. We'll be debuting that at Star Wars Celebration this Thursday. Yippee! Check it out. Follow us. Thank you for listening. And subscribe. Maybe buy a shirt at society6.com slash screenfellas. Um, that's our show. Bye-bye. I declare... Relations for that one. Boy, that escalated quickly.